You're listening to Lunch and Learn with your host, Myra McKnight, heard only on Hindsight Media Radio 103.5 FM, where there's always something good to talk about. Hello, this is Myra McKnight again with your second part of your Lunch and Learn today. We're talking about relationships today. Uh, Relationships are extremely, extremely important because we thrive off of that. We live off of that and everybody wants to have their own boo. So we're going to talk about some emotional signs um, of abuse, uh, physical abuse, uh, psychological abuse in relationships that you might want to curtail a little bit. Everything is not a deal breaker, guys. Everything is not a deal breaker. Um, You have to decide what's best for you and your relationship. And this is a Lunch and Learned, and we're going to be right back with you. This is Mark McKnight coming to you from the hot Atlanta, sending you love all across the globe. Hindsight Media Radio 103.5 FM, where there is always something good to talk about. We want to get you right here. Be right back with you. And this is our second half, and we're going to be talking today about emotional signs of, yeah, you could say some abuse or just some agitation or frustration in our relationships. And it does happen. It happens with everybody. And again, I'm Myra McKnight. I'm the president and CEO of Better One, Better Two Relationship Academy. And I've been doing this relationship thing for like 25 years. I have had to learn the hard way. And I've also had to teach myself as well. It is a a part of life. 
and every relationship is not going to be exactly the way you want it. A lot of times it depends on you, what you want and what you don't want in relationship. That's really, really, really important. And so we're going to kind of talk about that today. And we are live from Atlanta, Georgia, sending you love all across the globe. Hindsight Media Radio and Hindsight Media Network is about getting us a higher consciousness, making sure that level of thought is there, making sure that you think about things all the way around. Think of it north, south, east, west. Do not just take one word and take it for gospel. Do not do that because life is not built that way. If you look at the colors of the flowers, there are many colors all over the world. Many colors of people were branded in different ways, but you know, at the end of the day, we all are living beings and you can't just take one thing in your life and make it just be that. Life is to be lived and lived more abundantly. And the most important thing that all of us want in our relationships, in our lives, is to have somebody that cares for us. I don't care who you are, what you are, what you do. I don't care if you got it, if you don't have it. The fact is that everybody wants somebody to care for them. That is a natural part of life. There's nothing wrong with that. That starts from infancy, where the, the children... After you give birth uh, and they're born, they need that nurturing from that mom. And you need that that uh, affirmation from mom as you go through life. And you need the affirmation from your friends if you go through life. And you also need the affirmation from your partners and that person that is most close to you. And um, the beauty part about the person most close to you is that they know your ins and your outs. They know your uttermost secrets in your life. And they um, nobody else can compete with that. Because everybody won't know everything about you. But that one person is that person that knows a little bit more about you than the next person does. When you're in a committed relationship, sometimes that person knows more about you than their own family knows. Because they're 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 quiet moments, their secrets, their thoughts, and their prayers and their their dreams and their hopes. They that's where that pillow talk comes in. So I believe that relationships are a huge thing. And um I didn't grow up with relationships being that way, but I'm very adamant about them being that way. Um, earlier today, we talked on part one of, about um, some of the things about relationships and what it means to have one and some of the signs and things of that nature. Um, and you can we'll always play that back or you can go on to network, and you'll be able to download that and listen to it. So let's start with some of the things and, and that, that can cause some rift in our relationships. And, and one of them is humiliating a person or embarrassing a person. Matter of fact, I had a client today actually called me last night and uh, she was talking about, you know, she's doing some things, she's handling some things, she's winning things and she's just, you know, she's doing some amazing things. Things within her business and her job, but she could not, she could not enjoy that or bring that enjoyment to the person she was dealing with. And the reason she couldn't do that is because that person embarrassed her and made her feel bad and disrespected her in front of people. And that right there is a no-no um, in our relationships. If that person makes you feel bad and it's humiliating you and embarrassing you, you want to step back and you want to have that conversation. You want to say to that person, Hey, uh, always you want to start it off with a positive, not go directly into the negative. You want to start it off by saying, babe, you know what? I appreciate you and the things you do, but you got one bad habit that bothers me. Of course that person is going to say, okay, you know, what is that? 
well, I don't like when you humiliate me, when you say things about me because you devalue me and that makes me feel bad. It embarrasses me when you act a particular way in front of people. Now, once you say that, you sit back, get yourself together and wait on the response. Now, if the response is one that, well, you made me do it, or you shouldn't have done this, you shouldn't have done that, then you have a problem there because that person is not hearing you. That person is devaluing what you what means something valuable to you. So then you want to, you know, say something of the sort of, do you think that we need to go see a third party? And there are times that you might need to do that. And that's okay. We talked about that in the last segment, that it is okay if you need to see a third party. But you have to put down your markers, ladies and gentlemen, in our relationships. And this is what we talked about in the last segment, the future of relationships. No longer should you, do you have to maintain a relationship that is humiliating you or embarrassing you. Do not let anybody from any organization nowhere tell you that you should, that is acceptable because it is not. It is not acceptable to be hurt and humiliated and embarrassed in front of your friends by nobody. Whether it's a man or a woman, that's not what people do when they love you. Now, that is what people do when they have an issue, but that's their own personal issue that they have to contend with. That's their own personal issue. So you want to get a handle on that. Let me say this. To scream, cuss, fuss, act, act out about it is not going to make your partner do it or change from being that. Okay? You have to have an actual, an actual adult conversation with that adult and let him know that that is a concern and that bothers you. When a person loves you and cares about you and cares about your feelings, they will, they will adjust themselves. Um, and you'll have to go from there. Okay. Um, constantly putting you down. Those kind of things in relationship, if there's always a negative, always a negative, always a negative, you have to kind of Ask your partner, hey, what's up here? Uh, I remember some years ago, my husband, you know, doing his job and doing his business, he would be frustrated about a lot of things. And so he actually said one day, uh, he's like, uh, can you get this done? Can you get that done? Would you do this? Would you do that? Or can't you do this? Can't you do that? And everything that he was saying um, was negative, negative, negative. And it's kind of like, it was dumping on me that particular day. So I was like, well, is it anything right I could do? And he kind of thought about it. And he's like, wow, I didn't mean that. And so that's what I'm saying. Everything's not a deal breaker. Sometimes people don't really understand or know what they're doing. Could be something that could go against you. And so he's like, wow, I, I realized that I was that was coming out of my mouth and I didn't even pay any attention to that. I was just going on all the, the, the frazzles that were going on for that day. And so sometimes you, that's where you have to have that conversation. Because what if I just went off completely, then we would have went into a conflict that was unnecessary because I didn't know he didn't know. And he didn't know that I was feeling that way. So what you have to do as a couple, you come together and let each other know where you are. That's what communication is about. If it's something that is disparaging, where it's calling you out your name and, and things of that nature, come on now, come on now. Who? Nobody wants to take a person calling them out of their name because you know what? That affects you. That affects your confidence. 
That affects your self-esteem. That affects how you look at that person. That is so much negative effect that goes on when you allow a person to constantly badger you and put you down. Okay, Um, this sometimes can be the result of people leaving that relationship, going to another. And then they're angry. They're mad. They're like they got a wall up that's so thick that nobody can come in. And it causes a problem in the next relationship. Refusing to communicate or giving you the silent treatment. That's, you know, people that happens a lot in the industry that I'm in with a lot of my couples that. You get angry, you go non-assertive and I call, you kind of ghost out and you don't talk about it. You just shut down and you give them the silent treatment. It doesn't benefit anybody. You know, we tell children to get in the corner and sit down and be quiet. Not for adults. As adults, that's not what we do. If there's a problem in the relationship, you got to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to talk about it. You got to put it out there. You can't, but you, it's a way to put it out there. You don't put it out there in an angry way or, or in a mean-spirited way or, or devaluing that person because they said something about you. You have to say, you have to say, hey, can I talk to you and will you listen? That's a key because a lot of times we're talking, but the other person isn't listening. So you kind of want to get on the same page and want to ask them, I got something to say. You might not like what I say, but this is how I feel and I need to let you know how I feel. Refusing to communicate or silent treatment. I've had couples that have not talked for days. I've had couples that not talk for weeks. How are you going to be in a relationship and don't talk about it? It's still there. It's in the atmosphere. You swept it up under the rug. You might come together after two weeks and you kiss each other and you pat each other on the bat, on the head and on the butt. And it's like all things are well, but it's not. You know why? Because when you have another argument, that same thing is going to come back up. It's going to surface itself because there's no closure on it. You did not um, uh, you did not close it out. It's still there. It's still you know, festering in you is still festering in your partner. So it's still there. Um, nobody wants to be ignored or excluded in their relationship. And in um, what I do, what happens, and this means that don't ignore me. Don't exclude me. If there's going to be a party at your job and everybody's going and the spouses are going and the partners are going, and then you come up on Friday and says, I'm going to this party at the job and all of a sudden the partner doesn't know anything about it because you didn't tell them because you excluded them you ignored them you act as though they weren't there and so that can be very uh, disheartening and then that can make that person feel a little uncomfortable at the same time so you want to you want to always cover those bases because for one if you are excluding your partner from the job from a job activity where other spouses and partners are going to be there. There's a reason for that. Um, are you embarrassed of your partner? Does your partner behave in a particular way? Um, does your partner not look the car that you think they should look? Does your partner talk too much? What do, do they do? And if that's an issue, it's not a deal breaker if you talk about it. Now, if you talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, then it can become a deal breaker. If they're constantly telling you this is a problem and you constantly don't listen. Sometimes that person is not that they're not listening. Sometimes they just don't understand what you're saying or you might not be getting it across to them in a way where they can't understand it. Okay. 
This one here is a biggie. Uh, having extramarital affairs. Well, you can't even get past that. Come on, seriously. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't get past that. If a person comes into a relationship with you, they are not coming into a relationship with you for you to have sex with other people. Nobody wants to do that. Men don't want to do it. Women don't want to do it. I have found in my practice that there are more, there's a lot more women that are having extramarital affairs than men even know. It's just the women are a little quieter with theirs. Men are out there sloppy with theirs. And either way, it's not fair to either party. This is something that you have to have a conversation about up front because the flags are there. If that person is in that kind of situation or they're doing, uh, they're not being faithful, extramarital affairs, when you're, before you get into a relationship or before you get married, you kind of believe that that is kind of a habit that that person is doing. Uh, they say once a cheater, always a cheater. Well, you have to determine that for yourself. And after two, three, four, five times, you should be able to make a determination. But everything is not a deal breaker. But some things are. Okay. This is a big deal. This one here, um, display. This is number seven here. Displaying provocative behavior with someone of the opposite sex. I've had someone come to my office in regards to that before. And what that is just is this. If you go to a party or you're with some friends and you go in, you meet your friends and you see a lady that you know that you like or that you knew before, you grab her. You, you, you give her a hug, you you just embrace yourself with that person in a provocative way and your partner's right there, your guy's right there, and they're like, oh, what the hell is this? What's going on? And you say nothing about it. That's kind of shady because you have now devalued and disrespected your partner. What you're actually supposed to do is to, when you see those people, you immediately turn to your husband, your partner, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever, and introduce them to the team, the group, the people, not to be provocative towards the man or provocative towards the woman. That's unacceptable in relationships. And you can kind of see where people want to kind of have their own freedom because people say, oh, I'm just passionate and I'm just a friendly person. Well, friendly people don't rub on shoulders and arms and backs and butts in front of their girlfriends or in front of their guy friends. You just don't do that. That's an excuse. Sometimes they do what you want to do. Number eight, use of sarcasm and unpleasant tone or voice at your expense, meaning that you are talking negative at the expense of your partner. For instance, your partner comes in with some blue pants on and a white shirt, and all of a sudden, it's a joke. You're laughing. I cannot stand blue pants and white shirts. It looks like a clown to me. Well, your boyfriend's right there, and he has on blue pants and a white shirt. So obviously, you're saying he looks like a clown. Come on. You're using him as a butt of a joke. That is that is so wrong. And 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 that's so foul. And that's just so mean to use your partner as a butt of a joke. How can you do that? Because when you think about it, it reflects you. Because that's your partner. It reflects you. If I'm going out somewhere, I'm making sure that I'm looking top notch. Why? Because not only am I going to represent as for me as a human being, as a woman, I'm representing my husband. So I'm not going to go out looking jinky crazy if I got to be up two hours, which he always talks about. It takes me forever. But I'm not going out looking crazy. 
because I represent him. And I don't want him to go out look crazy because it represents me. So when you go out, you're representing each other together as one. And if that person is not that important to you to where you feel that way, then you are with the wrong person. Okay. Number nine, being unreasonably jealous, meaning that, you know, you've gone overboard. You're going to check the woman. You're going to check the man. You're going to look at him sideways. You're going to do all those things. Those things are unacceptable in a relationship. Even if you're at home or you're at the party or you're at the club or you're at a relative's house, those are things that are unacceptable. And, and they don't have to be. If there's some jealousy within the relationship, that is what another form, another opportunity to communicate about your feelings. Communicate about your feelings and make sure, make sure that your partner is in the position to listen. And also, this is a big deal. Your partner does not have to listen when you want them to listen. That's a huge deal. I had people that come to my office and I'm trying to get it done. I'm trying to get it solved. And he don't want to listen or she don't want to listen. They want to go in the other room. They don't want to pay attention. Hold up. You can't make a person listen when they don't want to listen. You have to schedule that time or say, look, you kind of heat it. I'm kind of heated. Maybe we'll just table this until tomorrow. There's got to be an agreement in place. Table it to tomorrow, table it to the weekend, table it to Sunday, and then you both should be honorable enough to have that conversation on Sunday. How many arguments have most people got into about, I want to talk about it, but you don't. So you got a problem because I want to talk about it and I want you to stay here and sit here and talk about it. Well, you don't get anything from that person. All you do is get pushed back, shut down, just like before, shut down, ghost out. I'm not talking to you because I don't want to talk to you. And the conversation was because you put the glass in the sink and not in the dishwasher. Crazy stuff, right? Okay. Um, number 10, extreme moodiness. Are you moody? <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you go up and down? Are you, are, you, are you the kind of person that I don't know what kind of mood you're in from day to day? I don't know when you're feeling me or when you're not feeling me. I don't know when you're up, when you're down. You're not consistent. If those are some of the things that you do, then that's not on your partner. That's on you. Why are you moody? Ask yourself. You, you, you know, I know when I'm in a different mood and I say, okay, Myra, you ain't feeling this today. And it is not about your partner. Something is going on with you. It could be about my business. Could it be about my son? Could it be about my brothers, my mom? Could it be about any of those things. So I have to begin to bring me in so that that, that reflection of negativity won't go out to my husband to make him feel like, oh, what's going on with you kind of stuff. Now, does everybody do that? No, they don't. That's not what that's about. It's about you doing it. And when you think about where you are, you want to make sure that you're bringing yourself in because your actions make a difference. Your actions kind of make the template for the whole household. And if you're moody and if you're up and down and nobody knows how to take you, then that becomes a problem. Okay. We talked about making mean-spirited jokes and things of that, that kind of stuff. You don't want to do that. Uh, this is another one. It's kind of crazy. And people say, you know, I love you, but what is that? What does that mean? I love you, but <laughs> you either love the person or you don't. Okay, why even put I love you, but anyway, I love you, but if you don't act right, I ain't gonna love you anymore, or I love you, but 
you need to lose weight or I love you, but you need a haircut or I love you, but you need to make more money. Uh, that ain't cool. Because what if that person said the same thing to you? They love you, but put an exclamation point on it. Put a question mark. So you're questioning. I, I'm telling you out there, I guess I love you. I think I love you and I'm, I love you. But you know what? There's some conditions. If you don't do this, it's a wrap. So conversations are somewhat different in all relationships. The DNA of your relationship is what you make it. You have to decide what you want it to be. You don't want to say things like that. I love you, but you don't want to say things like, if you don't know blank, whatever, I will blank. That's a big deal in relationships because men think women should know and women think men should know. But you only know if that person tells you. That's the only thing. You only know if they, you don't know. That's a big deal. You want to make sure that when you have made a decision to be in a relationship, that you want to be in one and you know how to be in one. Manners matter in a relationship. How you talk to each other matters in a relationship. Um, words like you need to, you should, you could, you would, you won't, why can't you, you need to. Those are conversations that you might have with children, but you never have those conversations with adults. That's extremely important that you don't do that. You don't ever want to attempt to dominate or control. That's number 12. You don't want to dominate or control the relationship. You don't want that person is not your property, nor is that person your uh, child, whether it's a male or the female. That is a human being. That is an adult. And you guys, you both ladies and gentlemen should be able to talk to each other in that particular manner. That's important. We're talking about building healthy, healthy relationships. So whatever you do, when you're working towards that, you want to have a healthy relationship. Everything that goes on in a relationship is not a deal breaker. And I really want you to know that. There's some frustration. Why? Because two people are coming together and they're trying to mold this thing together. It's not a deal breaker on all things. It is a deal breaker when it becomes dangerous, it becomes physical, and it becomes a serious, serious emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, social problem to you. That's when you make that clarion call. Okay? This is a big one. Number 13 talks about making everything your fault. Everything is not your fault that happened in the relationship. Just because you decide to say something about how you feel doesn't mean it's your fault. How you feel. How you feel is how you feel. And nothing's wrong with that. So you want to make sure that you don't have this guilt trip of saying, oh, I shouldn't have said anything. Well, you shouldn't have said anything about what? Because they said something about you that was wrong? Because they took something from you or they made you feel bad. And so you don't want to say anything about it. So there are so many things in relationships. And that was just a short list of things about relationships that can be unhealthy, but they are not deal breakers. What's a deal breaker is if you do not talk about them and if you do not come to a resolution about them and if you just keep letting them loop, 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 that can cause a serious problem for all of us. In relationships. And the most important thing is to think about what you want. Ask yourself, don't talk about so much of the things that are the, the uh, frivolous things or the materialistical things or the things that cause monetary money. 
But what do you want in a relationship? Do you want companionship, honor, respect, love, fun, laughter, you know, intimacy? All those things are important in a relationship. So when you when you find out what you want, then you are able to articulate that to that other person. Okay, make sure that you know you get on your life journey, get on your life path, start being the best you that you can be because a better person is a better partner. If you live in a drama in your relationship, if all you got is drama, that's not what relationships are about. You come together to be better. You come together to pull out the good in me and I pull out the good in you. We come together, have a bunch of drama and craziness and backbiting and, 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 and listen to other people and trying to control a person and screaming and howling. That's drama that is unnecessary in a relationship. If that's what you like, then you can find that in any, in, in a bunch of places. You can go and get that. But if you want a home, and a relationship that is built on love, built on trust and communication, doesn't mean it's perfect. No, of course not. It is not going to be perfect. But what is going to be is give you an opportunity to grow into each other, to be a better person. Better person is going to always be a better partner, better friend, better sister, better brother, a better worker, a better community organizer. That's going to be a better person. But you got to want to do that, though. How much of that do you want to do? This has been your Lunch and Learn, and I hope you've enjoyed part one and part two. We're going to bring you some more information about relationships and life because this is a part of what we're living. We want you to have a healthy relationship. You can't even begin to imagine how wonderful that is. Are they perfect? I just said no, they're not. But you'll have more good days than you would bad days. And then there is a cutoff point to where your disagreements might go to. They won't escalate to drama. They won't escalate to fighting and to calling each other names and to screaming and hollering. They won't escalate to that. Because unbelievably so, there are some people that think that that is love. And it's not. It's nowhere near love. There's nowhere near companionship. There's nowhere near friendship and anything like that. So um, stay tuned. And tomorrow we have some more nuggets for you. We want you to be better at what you do, better at your relationships, better at your life, better at your job, your business, and everything you have. And you can only do that if you're living a thought strategically conscious lifestyle, meaning that you're hearing things that are going to be beneficial for you and yours that you are around. This is Myra McKnight with Hindsight Media Radio 103.5 FM, your internet radio station, coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, sending you love all across the globe. And we are so glad to be a part of your life and hope you will continue to be glad to be a part of ours. Because here, there is always something good to talk about. Check you out tomorrow. Make it a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Lunch and Learn with Myra McKnight, heard only on Hindsight Media Radio. 103.5 FM, where there's always something good to talk about.